Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by the last man standing with loserpool.com. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simu, and we're back with another fans phone in. Hello, good evening and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna. It's the Arsenal podcast brought to you by the last man standing with loserpool.com. As ever, I am your host, Harry Simeon, and we are back with another fans phone. And it's been a few weeks since we did the last one, unfortunately. Been extremely busy. Um, some of you will know I've, I've started a new job, um, which is great and I'm loving it, but it's meant that I've got a lot less spare time on my hands, um, which means that unfortunately I've not been able to do as many fan phone-ins as I would like, but do not fear. Uh, we'll be getting back into routine and bringing those to you weekly moving forward. I know that everybody loves them and I know that um, you guys love having your say and you listen to me uh, enough on this channel. So it's about time that I let you guys uh, have a say on all things Arsenal too. Now, um, I expect that this evening we're going to have a lot of disgruntled Arsenal supporters. We've actually broken a record for the amount of phone numbers that have come through uh, for an evening. Um, so we're going to be getting through as many of those calls as we possibly can within the hour. Um, we might go a few minutes over if we need to, um, but just uh, bear with us. If you have put your number down, um, we will promise to try and get to as many as we possibly can. But as I said, We've got a lot of numbers tonight, so if I don't get through to you uh, before we finish up, I do apologise, and I'll put you at the priority uh, for the next time. So, uh, yeah, that's how it's going to work tonight. Now, of course, Arsenal suffered uh, another disappointing defeat, and you know what? We've not really lost that many games this season. That was our third Premier League defeat. Um, it's been a case of, of too many draws. It's been an issue Um you know, we've really, really struggled to, to, to teams down at times. And then when we do get in front, we can't seem to hold on to a lead at the moment. There's a lack of creativity. The defensive shape is all over the place. Emery switched to a back three uh, for the Leicester game. And for me, I kind of was on board with that. If you would have seen my preview, I was OK with that. I wasn't against the back three. But the way we implemented it was just absolutely all over the place. It was really, really poor. Really, really disappointing to see. I thought that our midfield were poor. I thought Ginduzi and Torreira were completely overrun. I couldn't understand the positioning of Aubameyang and Lacazette, who were almost playing like wingers uh, with Mesut Ozil op operating through the middle, uh, like a, a sort of false nine. That drove me crazy as well. Um, lots and lots of stuff to discuss, as always. You know, we've got... Um, Things to discuss from the Leicester game, of course, but we've also got the future of Unai Emery to discuss because lots and lots of people are up in arms about it. People want him gone. Uh, people are fed up of the style of football. The results are still not coming. So what is the solution? Is it time to give Unai Emery the chop? I want to hear from you guys this evening. Like I said, be getting through as many of your calls as we possibly can within the allotted time. If you are interested, you need to head over uh, to us on Twitter, which is at Chronicles underscore AFC. And you need to DM us your name and telephone number. If you're contacting us from abroad, then we need your name and your Skype ID. And we will make our best effort, as I said, to get through as many of your calls as we possibly can. Um, we've got some of you lined up from abroad this evening, um, which is great. 
nice to know that we're reaching out further. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to get onto the calls. I'll be bringing you uh, my detailed thoughts of the Leicester game uh, tomorrow. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Look out for that. But uh, going to go to our first call now. Uh, let's get on with it. Let's hear what you guys have to say on the matter. Here we go. Hello, good evening. Welcome to the Chronicles Hello. of Aguna, mate. What's your name and where are you contacting us from? Uh, I'm, I'm Rahul. I'm from India. I, it's like a 4 a.m. in the morning. Wow. I'm mainly waiting for your show. <laughs> Great stuff, Rahul. Welcome to the show, mate. Uh, always Thank a pleasure you. to talk to all our listeners. Um, Rahul, what do you want to say on the Arsenal at the moment? How are you feeling about things? Actually, in India, uh, in some part of India, we are very passionate about Arsenal Lepsi and we've got some clubs like Arsenal... Kolkata and Delhi and Mumbai but at the same time we are feeling like a little bit more depressed like we were expecting more from Arsenal I think this man uh, the manager that we brought it was like we got a very influence about them like uh, this guy will do this and that but at the same time we were very disappointed about the results and at the same time I think this is not good for us is it time Definitely to we are going downward Rahul, is it time to pull the trigger on Unai Emery? Do you think he's still the right man to lead Arsenal? I think after after seeing a lot of tweets and in the media that the our board members will not sack him, so I think like we have to give him a chance. I I know like every fan, myself including, I don't want that guy because he is finished. Because if you can bottle like four or five a lead to a Barcelona, then it's not good enough. And he also doesn't want anything in Valencia in his last year. He didn't want a single away match, so it's not good enough. Yeah, I agree with you, mate. I'm really, really disappointed by what I've seen. Um, those who listen to the show regularly will know that it is not new for me. I I've been worried about Unai Emery uh, for quite some time now. Um, what did you make of the Leicester game in isolation? What did you make of the change of formation? Was you on board with that? What I think, like, uh, what we are facing in a situation, like, fans are mourning about everything and they want Mourinho and everything. But at, at the same time, uh, what I feel, like, uh, we are in the process in somewhat, like, we want to achieve something in the same as what Liverpool did with their team and Jurgen Klopp. They brought Jurgen Klopp and they have adapted some style. But at the same time, I think, like, uh, Una Emery is not like the matter. We can't compare both uh, the, those two guys at the same time. So it's not good. And I think like we have to make a change. But the board, uh, we know like Kroenke and everyone will not change their our manager. So we have to uh, stick with our team and support everyone. And hopefully we can do some better performance in the next upcoming matches. Like uh, we, are, uh, we are having Southampton, Norwich. So we can expect like uh, we can win. But at the same time, as an Arsenal fan, of, uh, from England, a broad fan, we are very disappointed. Yeah, I agree with you, mate. What, what have you made of uh, the Jose Mourinho links? Is he someone that you'd like to see at the club? Actually, he's a winner, and he won everything in like in, from Chelsea into Milan, Real Madrid. But uh, what I feel like his time is done, just like a Wenger. So I think it will not suit us in the way in the context of the game. What current Premier League is holding and what the current football is happening. So I think this will be not a good move. We should move for like Allegri or someone like that. 
who is a winner and who is like current available in the market who can achieve everything in this club we got potential we got also we got money uh, as we have seen in this summer we have spent tons of money on everything so i think like uh, if we can get a uh, someone like allegri or something simeone is out of reach but yep. still if we can get someone like that so it will be very good for us brilliant stuff rahul thank you so much for calling us my friend uh, what time is it in india now it's like uh, almost 4 a.m in the morning i was keenly waiting for your phone call wow Wow. Thank you so much my friend. Thank you for taking thank part you. and thank you for listening. Thank you, Eric. And it will be sure to speak to you again very soon mate. All the best. Okay, all the thank you. Cheers mate. Thank you. That was the brilliant Rahul calling from India. It's almost 4 a.m over there. Jesus Christ. That is uh, some dedication uh, to the show. Let me know what your thoughts are in the comments of course. We've got uh, lots of live comments coming through. Not that many of you watching on YouTube at the moment but we've got lots of you tuned in via Twitter uh, so a big hello to you guys too and of course also hello to everybody who is listening uh, via the audio later on um yeah so uh Rahul pretty positive and it's nice to hear that it's nice to hear that point of view isn't it because a lot of us have been very doom and gloom lately um Brian Gibbons in the chat he says Harry, what about Rafa Benitez? I'd absolutely take Rafa Benitez. I think he's a better manager than Unai Emery. I think he could stabilize us temporarily, but is Rafa Benitez a long-term answer? Probably not. And and maybe uh, you know, we have to give up on this dream of getting the long-term manager again straight away. You know, Arsene Wenger was a one in a million. You're not going to get a manager stay at a club for so long ever again in my opinion. Those types of managers that breed of manager has died and is gone um so yeah i i think that we're going to be making appointments with two three years um uh, in advance sort of being in mind and you know i'd pull the trigger now as you guys know right let's get on to the next caller here we go hey Hi there, Harry. You're right. How you doing, mate? What's your name and where are you talking to us from? It's Jim. It's Hendon Guna from Northwest London. How are you, man? You're right. Yeah. I'm good, mate. How are you? Thank you for dialing in. Uh, My pleasure. Lots to talk about, of course. Arsenal fans really, really upset uh, with the way things are going at the moment. There's been talk of Mourinho coming in. First of all, I want to ask you, mate, and it's the question that I'm going to put to everyone tonight: Are you Emery in or are you Emery out? Emery out, mate. He's got to go. And, and and what is maybe most frustrated you? Because for me, it's been the lack of identity, the lack of style, um, the boring football. I mean, there's a whole combination of things. But for you, what is it? And, and and when did you get to the point where you decided that maybe Emery isn't the one? For me, it was towards the end of last season when he chopped and changed the team and sacrificed going for top four. putting all his eggs in that one basket of that UEFA of the Europa League final and it was the manner of the substitutions and all that sort of thing which compromised the team and i said at that point now i used to work with a couple of french guys yeah and they were psg fans and they warned me <laughs> they they watch out for this guy because they they used to nickname him the spanish ranieri the spanish ranieri the tinker man the tinker man yeah because <laughs> he would faff around with the team and that's why he fell out with a lot of the psg players as well and i think that has haunted him here at arsenal that he can't handle the players and we've got to look at it now right okay this is we played 12 games so effectively we're one third through the season okay we're 
17 points away from the top team. We're eight points off fourth, okay? Our goal difference is negative one, okay? It's poor, and isn't that it? Is, it's with, an attacking, with the attackers we have in Lacazette and Aubameyang, our goal difference is negative one, okay? If, we, then if you look at our next set of fixtures from December onwards, and you know we're going to make Southampton look like prime Barcelona. <laughs> we're going to struggle against them, yeah? We've got Man City, Chelsea, Man United, okay? For that next part of the season, for those next 12 games, if we perform the same way with four wins, okay, with five draws and those three losses, we're in relegation form. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. And, 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 and we are supposedly a top Premier League team. We moved to the Emirates to compete with the best of Europe. Yeah? And we are struggling to beat teams like Sheffield United and things like that. I'm sorry. It's football. I mean, the last call you had on where he said, oh, when we play Southampton and Norwich, we hope we will win. Football is a results business. You don't hope for things. You prepare and you execute. You perform. Okay? And we're not doing that. This and we, with all due respect, we, we should be beating those teams, shouldn't we? We're Arsenal yeah, Football Club. Exactly. Yeah. But you can't hope. Again, you prepare, you perform, you execute. Unfortunately, this guy isn't doing that. He is not doing that. The team he put out yesterday against Leicester was was basically to save his job. And it wasn't to win the game. It was to avoid losing. He was holding out for nil-nil there. And unfortunately, when we conceded that goal, that was it. You know, we fell apart. Okay. So listen, you know... (laughs) I don't see how much more the fans can do, okay, apart from not going to matches, not buying the merchandise, to force this board to pull the trigger. I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that the statement they came out with today where they said, oh, they're backing him and everything, is the equivalent to the dreaded, the chairman's (laughs) backing the manager statement, yeah, and that in the next couple of days they will pull the trigger on him. Yeah. Because I I can't, you know, we can't afford to miss out on the top four again. And even if we sneak in by a miracle through the Europa League to win it, which we're not, okay, by a miracle, do you think this current team with this guy is going to progress any further in the Champions League? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So, you know, we've got to, you know, they've got to call it quits. And if they don't, then they are as big a problem as Emery is. And it goes to show that all this team, all this club has become is with a big stadium is just to fleece the customers, not the fans. It's we're customers. Absolutely. And that's all it is. Absolutely. And make that, some some and, great and points that, there. And, and and I totally agree with you. And, and, you know, in particular where you said, you know, about the games that we're going into, you know, and it, those fixtures is what kind of makes me think that maybe they won't pull the trigger. Maybe. In their eyes, they are. We've got a couple of winnable fixtures. If I'm not mistaken, it's Southampton home and then Norwich away, um, who are two very poor sides at the moment. Two sides who are really, really struggling. And maybe in in the eyes of the board, they're looking at those games and thinking, right, Emery's got an opportunity here to turn the ship. And maybe that's yeah. what they're thinking. I don't particularly agree with that. If it was me, I'd have, I'd have pulled the gun, you know, on him at the end of last season. But it is what it is. But again, you see, again, it's this hope 
we hope that we'll turn the performance around. But you know and I know we're going to make Southampton look like Barcelona. Norwich will score against us. We're going to struggle. And this is the problem. We're struggling just to just to put an identity on our football, just to perform the basics. We can't even get the basics right. Yeah, And yeah. that's going to hurt us at this level. Any team in this division, look at Watford, okay? We made them, we were two nil up on them. And we still made them look like prime Barcelona in that second half, you Absolutely, know, with the number mate. of shots. And so trust me, Southampton, they, they actually gave Everton a good game yesterday, okay? They are going to be up for it against us. They are our bogey team, you know. Last time we went there, same before. Remember, last time Southampton yeah. were on the road, and and what happened to us there back there last season? That was that so, was the uh, famous game where Unai Emery decided to play a system of three centre halves with one half fit right. centre back. It was Lichtsteiner, Xhaka, yeah. wasn't it? And Koscielny exactly. had been out for nine months. It was an absolute joke. Mate, I'm going to have to leave it there just because I've got... Nice one, Harry. All the best, mate. Thank Thanks you so much, much, mate. All the best. And thank you for coming on. And we'll no doubt speak oh, soon uh, via Twitter, I'm sure. All the best, mate. Cheers. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Another great call. Lots of your calls coming through this evening. Um, some fantastic guests. Please keep them coming. Like I said, don't forget, if you want to get involved, you know how to do it. you got to DM us on Twitter with your name and telephone number. If you're contacting us from abroad... We need your Skype and we're going to be getting through as many of those calls as we possibly can within the allotted uh, time frame. Let's um, give you guys a quick reminder. Don't forget to like the video if you're watching us on YouTube and uh, that really, really helps. And if you're new, please, please do uh, hit that subscribe button. It's really important. We're approaching three and a half thousand subs, which is amazing uh, considering that up until the summer we were pretty much just an audio podcast so really proud of that uh, and thank you guys so much right let's hit the telephone lines once more here we go i love that skype ringtone it's amazing once more here we go good evening mate welcome to the chronicles of aguna what's your name and where are we talking to you from Hello. How you doing, mate? Welcome to the show. What's your name? Uh, my name is Josiah. I'm from Seattle. Hi, Josiah. Welcome, mate. How are you? And w- what time is it in Seattle now? Uh, it's about uh, uh, 20 minutes past two in the afternoon. Oh, that's all right. We're not keeping you up at night then. <laughs> what do you want to say on the <laughs> Arsenal, mate? No. <laughs> uh, one thing uh, that, that confuses me is like... Um, so many people have an affinity for Genduzi, and I cannot see what he brings to the team. Because uh, from what I observe, he do- he doesn't know how to defend. He doesn't know how to spring a counter attack. Like uh, yesterday game, there were so many chances when he had a chance, like to give the first ball to Ozil. Ozil was open in the space, and he just uh, passed it square. And uh, for me, uh, we need Chaka. We need Chaka back. I agree with you, mate. I, I wrote an article on it during the week, which you can find on my Twitter feed. And I explain the reasons why I feel that Xhaka deserves a place in the team. Now, it's not necessarily that I think Granit Xhaka is a great midfielder because I don't. It's because when you look at our other options, we're struggling. You know, Genduzi for me, he's played two good halves of football this season. The second half against Villa and the second half of against Spurs. I thought in those games he was sensational, but He's very ill-disciplined uh, from a positional standpoint. He's been giving the ball away terribly in the last couple of weeks. And, and you know, 
the problem here is that we're over-reliant on a 20-year-old kid. Uh, that, that's a problem, isn't it? Yep, yep. That's, uh, I, 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 I concur with you. And another thing, like, I don't understand why uh, Emery is so preoccupied with, like, uh, helping the defence, like having the, the entire midfield coming to help the defence. Uh, we are always, like, uh, the, our defenders are always, like, running back. And we, we find ourselves, like, there are eight defenders inside the box and two attackers. And at the end of the day, the attack, attack, attackers always have a chance to shoot. At the goal, and they score. So I don't understand why we don't have like proactive defenders, defenders who are ready to engage. Like if they see there's a striker coming, they go to engage. All our attackers are always like uh, pedaling back and I, I don't get that at all. Yeah, I mean, David Lewis has been really frustrating in that sense, in the way that he always drops off, doesn't he? He doesn't want to engage into the tackle. Is it a fear of a lack of pace? I, I don't know exactly what it is, but that's something I've certainly noticed as well. Um, my friend, where are you on the Emery debate? Are you Emery in or Emery out? No, um, Emery out. He should be gone. Like, uh, there's no chance of him succeeding. He can't turn this thing around. It's, it's too gone. Agreed. Agreed, mate. Yep. Go ahead, mate. Sorry. Um, no, 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 no. Okay, go ahead. No, no. It's you. I was just going to say, mate, thank you so much uh, for contacting us. And uh, we're going to move on just because we've got so many calls this evening. I want to get through as many of you as I possibly can. Thank you very much, mate, for calling all the way from Seattle. That's incredible. I hope you enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Uh, thank you. Then thank you for having me. Thank you. All the best, mate. Speak soon. Cheers. All right. Bye. Cheers. There we go. Another international one. Uh, Josiah from Seattle. Um, it's interesting, isn't it? So far, nobody has defended Unai Emery, which shows you uh, where we've got to uh, as Arsenal fans in terms of this debate. Uh, let's move on to the next call. Like I said, want to get through as many as we possibly can. Don't forget to hit like, hit subscribe if you are joining us on YouTube. And if you're listening on the audio after via iTunes, please, please do leave us a review. Let's go back to the phone lines. Hello. Good evening, Melvin. How you doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad, Harry. How are you? All right? Not bad, mate. Yet? Not bad, not bad. Eh, you know what? I expected it, mate. I expected it. I'm I'm finding that I'm... Uh, what's the word? I'm finding that I'm getting less upset from week to week because I'm I'm kind of expecting of it. What, what did you make of the performance yesterday, Melvin, overall? It was poor. And I'll tell you why I thought it was even worse than I expected. It was because I didn't think Leicester were that good, funnily enough. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't think they were... No, I didn't think they moved the ball as quick as they normally do. I know the conditions weren't great, but they never put us to the sword. I mean, they were the better team, let's face it. But I, I imagine that they were going to do a lot more to us. And uh, we had a chance to nick a lead, never took it. And then after that, once that first goal went in, it was lights out. What did you make of Emery's decision to switch to a back three? And, and how did you feel that went? Well, that's what happens. You know, when you put things in a when you put bits of paper in a in a bag and take them out, that's probably how he picks his team. It just uh, <laughs> doesn't make any more reason to me, honestly. I just don't. I give up trying to think what he's going to do now. Just give up. Yeah, no, I agree. It's it's really difficult to predict. I think all season I've been trying to predict these teams in in sort of the articles I've been writing, and I'm always one player out. I, I found of late, which is I think quite good considering how much he tinkers. But it is. Really frustrating that we don't have a set way of playing, that we don't have a go-to system. We don't know who our best 11 is. And Emery will argue that it's a squad game, etc., etc. But when you look at the likes of Liverpool or, or, you know, not so much Manchester City, they've got a lot of injury problems at the moment. But 
Liverpool have a set system. Now, Jurgen Klopp may change the midfield three now and again, uh, depending on the game. Maybe Henderson will play. Maybe Milner will play. Maybe Wijnaldum will play. Maybe he won't, you know. But the system and the basics, the fundamental shape is there and they all know exactly what they're doing. Why does Emery feel the need to chop and change so much, in your opinion? Well, I said at the beginning of the season, before the ball was kicked, that I'd give him 10 games. But I, I've given him 10 games. He doesn't even know his best midfield. He just doesn't understand. You know, doesn't know what his best three midfield is, let alone the rest of the team. So I don't, I think it's just, I think his confidence must be down as well. I've seen him in a couple of games where his shoulders are down and I'm not surprised really. Do you think we're worse off without Granite Xhaka, Melvin? Um, we probably are, but he's not the answer, but we probably are. Yeah, he's the best of a bad bunch. Agreed. I'm like you, I don't think he's particularly very good. I think he's a liability and we, people seem to forget about that now because he hasn't played for a couple of weeks. Yeah. But I... um, we could do it. Go ahead, Mick. We could do a lot better than him, Harry. Yeah, I agree. I think in the long term, we need to be looking to to probably move him on and, and probably replace him with someone with more quality, a bit more uh, sort of defensive stability. I, I totally agree with that. I do think, though, you're right when you say he's the best of a bad bunch because if you look at our midfield since he's been out of the side, in my opinion, it's been worse. Um, we've been even less competent in possession. Um, and, and one thing people always talk about, Granit Xhaka is that he's not very mobile, and I agree with that. But I was doing some some research um, during the week for an article that I was writing, and I, I was going through some heat maps of the players' positioning in the last few weeks. And I looked back at uh, some of Granit Xhaka's ones, and, and what you'll find with Granit Xhaka is, despite what people think about his performances, he does stay in the area that he's assigned to. The majority of his time is spent in that position. Now, maybe he's not good enough, but when you compare that to Genduzzi's, who's supposed to be sitting alongside him, but there was one game where he spent almost 30% of his time sort of out to the right. That tells me that Xhaka's in the team for his positional discipline. What, what do you think of that? Yeah, I agree with that. But just going back to Genduzzi for a second, he's, he's, he nearly gave away a penalty again yesterday for no reason. He's not disciplined. We say Xhaka's not disciplined, but look at Genduzzi. Why do our players never learn from mistakes? It's unbelievable. Yeah, you're absolutely right, mate. It's a, it's a real, real problem. Uh, would you pull the trigger on Unai Emery now? Would you give him a bit longer? What, what do you think is right. going to happen? Listen, as far as I'm concerned, yes, he's got to go. But I said this before the uh, game, on the Leicester game. I said that he's not going to get set, even if you get beat. The basis being that we're expected to get beat, number one. And number two, Harry, none of our directors have ever sacked a manager mid-season. They've only had to deal with Enga. And also, the third reason I think they're not going to get rid of him before the end of the season, they want to keep the status quo for as long as possible. Because when they picked the first manager last season, due for last season, they got a, like, a free one. Well, you know, Wenger's gone, so it's going to be difficult. Now yeah. they've got to make another decision. And I think the pressure will be on them even more, these directors. So I don't think they're looking for that to happen tomorrow. I think they're going to string it as long as, as possible. Agreed, mate. I, I think we're gonna we're gonna wait a little bit longer. I think, as I said to a previous caller, I think we're gonna see him take charge of the Southampton game, see him take charge of the Norwich game, and, and he's kind of a horrible position to be in because I feel like if he does okay in those games, the board are gonna say, "Oh, you know what? We've turned the corner. Let's leave him longer." But and you know, there's been this whole debate about wanting your team to lose. It's not about wanting your team to lose. It's about 
being more accepting of a defeat if you think that the overall outcome is going to be a positive one. And, and I'm at that point. I, I genuinely am. Um, I don't know what you think about that, Melvin. Yeah, you shouldn't want your team to get beat, but you want to see change. That, that's not the only way. I mean, a bad performance and win. Yeah, I mean, really, that's the best we can hope for is have a very bad performance, but win. But that's not always going to happen. The thing is what we've got to worry about now, Harry. We're going to be looking at teams below us now and not teams above us. Yeah. And we've never done that. I haven't done that for years. That's right. That's right. Great stuff, Melvin. Thank you so much, mate. And uh, we'll catch up again soon. Thanks, Harry. All the best. Bye. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Brilliant, Melvin there. Regular caller. Um, really singing from the ha same hymn sheet as me at the moment. Uh, lots and lots going on, of course. Uh, let's move on to the next caller. Just dialing up the number. I must get faster at this. I think I have got faster uh, since the first one we done. Hopefully they're running a little bit smoother now. Here we go. Good evening, mate. Welcome to the Chronicles of Aguna. What's your name? Where are you talking to us from? Hi, my name's Charlie and I'm from Surrey. How you doing, Charlie? Welcome back, mate. You're right. Yeah, not too bad yourself. Not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Uh, what do you want to say on the Arsenal at the minute? What are your thoughts at present? How are you feeling? Oh, so unfortunately for me, it's just uh, waking up every day, hoping to see the breaking news on Sky Sports that he's been sacked. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think that's a bit of a dream at the minute, to be honest. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like I keep saying this evening, I think he's going to get a little bit longer, at least. I think yeah. he'll he'll last till Christmas. What did you make of the game at Leicester yesterday? Um, to be honest with you, I I disagree with quite a few of the fans that thought we were okay and that we were better. Um, in my opinion, I thought it was just Leicester that were worse than they usually are. And then as soon as they scored the goal, they start playing how they usually do. And then they killed us basically they could have scored three or four in the end um in the, in the first half i thought they um even though we tried to keep our shape quite a bit um and we just let them have the ball they did carve us open quite a few down time and um, vardy could have scored quite a few times um and then in the second half indeed he hit the post so i think it was more leicester's performance wasn't as good and that we were just kind of average again and then they upped it so what? it was more eh. so go ahead, no no go ahead go ahead sorry yeah no it was um to be honest with you i, I wasn't even sad about it either it's more expected but i was just waiting for it to happen but that's the sad thing isn't it as fans that we're feeling like that at the moment that we're feeling so disconnected from our football club like we're not that bothered anymore like that that's how it feels and uh, you know the last few games i've been to Obviously, I've still gone to them, but yeah. you kind of don't have that buzz for it. And, and you know, and there's been no. games where you're thinking I should have stayed home and watched this on the telly. And, uh, you know, when I used to hear people say that, I used to go mad. I used to have like friends and family that were older than me that used to say, oh, you know what, mate? Why don't you just stay home and watch it on the TV? And I used to be like, what's wrong with you? You got the opportunity to go and you don't want to go. And now I'm kind of understanding yeah. it because for the first time, in my entire life as an Arsenal supporter, I feel really, really disconnected with the club. What did you make of the back three? Are you thinking that that's something that we're going to see more of this season? Uh, with Unai Emery, anything's possible. Um, <laughs> but um, but honestly, I wasn't a fan of it. And they looked so bloody confused. It's ridiculous. Um, 
I'm not a huge fan of match of the day and their analysis, but I must admit, I, wa- I watched it. I watched it, and um, the analysis of Arsenal was spot on. Like the uh, for the first goal, I think they uh, they circled six or seven Arsenal players on the right hand side. There was about three or four lesser players, and the, the way they just cut through us, like they didn't know where they were or what they were doing, and then the uh, space for Vardy just just get in the in the, in the back post and score. I thought it was criminal, and I, I know, I know, he's he's a he's a he's a passionate guy, and a lot of Arsenal fans love him. But Guendouzi, for me, is um, he's been sh- shown too much responsibility by Unai Emery. Agreed. And you get a big thumbs up from me on that one. I completely agree with you. I, His performances I feel, I feel, have been like so got, overrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, I said I was saying to my mum, I was like, has he got nudes on him or something? Because when a uh, <laughs> When uh when when he brought um Torreira off for um for Willock, I was thinking, surely you've got to keep Torreira on and bring Guendouzi off because Torreira, even though he was quiet, for me had a better game than Guendouzi. Guendouzi has been poor in the last couple of weeks, I think, and like yeah. I said previously on the show, a little bit earlier, I feel like Guendouzi's only really actually had two brilliant halves of football this season. No, I, I completely agree. I think it's just the, for Unai Emery. I think it's just. The, uh, the heart and fight that he shows. Um, and also, I know with Unai Emery, um, he likes when players get angry because it shows that they love football so much they want to play football. And he loves that kind of reaction from them. And from what I've read and heard, apparently Guendouzi gets really angry when he doesn't play. Yeah. So even though that I like that from a young player, there's there's... Going too far. He's got to know his place. Too much. He's got to know yeah, his place. He's 20, he, he's 20 years old. And I don't know, it's just a bit of, it's, it's not, the discipline's not there for me. Like you were saying um, to the caller earlier about Shaka, I, 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 I must admit, we, we do miss Shaka quite badly just for the discipline he shows, like in his positional play, not necessarily his actions, just. Just staying in his place. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, just to hold him. That's right. Great stuff, Charlie. Thank you so much, mate. I'm going to have to move on just because I've got lots of numbers and I want to power through as many as I possibly no can. Thank you so Unai much. In, uh, out. Unai out. That's it. Me too, mate. All the best. Take care. Cheers. Thank you. Bye-bye. That was Charlie. Um, another great caller. Another Unai Emery out. Let us know in the comments um, what you think about what is being said on this evening's show. Lots of brilliant calls coming through. Um, and I can see lots of you are subscribing as we're live on air because i'm getting little email notifications so big thank you uh to you guys uh for your continued support let's move on to the next one and i'm sure some of you will recognize this voice here we go hello how's it going colin welcome back to the show mate you're right yeah harry i'm good i mean result aside obviously but Colin, you're you're Emery out now, right? Mate, I've been Emery out since Watford. I, I don't think I have to explain why. Like, <laughs> oh, mate, well, what did you make of the game yesterday? First of all, absolutely diabolical. I mean, I heard people say that we weren't that bad in the first half. Well, first of all, Leicester weren't that great, so. If you're judging it off the fact, if you're judging it off our previous performances, yeah, it's better. But what are you judging it against? That's right. 
Like, really. That's right, mate. Great I, point. I, I don't I don't understand why we went with a back three. Like, it's been proven over time that it doesn't work. And yet, we went back to... Oh, Jesus. What did and you make, Colin? Do- Colin, what did you make of the fact that Aubameyang and Lacazette were almost playing like wingers? I couldn't understand it for the life of me. And they were, weren't they? It's not just my imagination. Yeah. They they were genuinely no, doing that, no. weren't they? No, when the when the team sheet came out, I'm thinking I was thinking to myself, oh, we're going with Aubameyang and Lacazette up front. Okay, fine, I can work with that. When the game was going on, I was like, are they playing out wide the pair of them? No, surely not. But it looked more like that as the game went on. It did I, indeed. I I couldn't work out what I was watching. It was like, what? What even is this? Like, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, and Gwen Doozy, man. Listen, I appreciate passion, but there's a time and a place. Like, seriously. No, I agree with you, mate. I, I've always been. Not it's not that I don't like Matteo Genduzzi. It's not that I don't want him to do well. I, I do want him to do well. And we have seen signs that there is a good player in there somewhere. My problem is that as Arsenal Football Club, a club of our size, with our and, and let's let's have it right. You know, people talk about you know that we don't spend money. Mate, we spent 72 million pounds on a winger that keeps getting left on the bench uh, lately. But I, I guess the point I want to make is we shouldn't be so heavily reliant on a 20-year-old kid who's still learning his trade, who realistically before he came to Arsenal was playing in what the French second division it's a huge step up and we shouldn't be expecting the world from him at this point but Unai Emery keeps putting him in that position and he's going to do him damage isn't it for me Unai Emery has to take the majority of the blame for that now let's don't get it twisted I want Gwen Dursley to do well as well but let's be real before he came to Arsenal, he was a nobody. Agreed. You, you know, that that may be harsh to some people, but it's a fact, okay? Now that he's come to Arsenal, yes, he, he's had good performances here and there, but aside from one, two paths at a push, he's not been that good. Like, I've not seen anything from him this season that justifies him getting picked week after week. Agreed. Like, well, I, I just haven't. As far as the rest of the game goes, it, it was all garbage. Like, the majority of the performances have been. People talk about Emery Ball. I've got a new word for it. Bullshit Ball. <laughs> it's, not, it's not entertaining, is it? I mean, I... I... Some people on my on my Twitter were, were sort of having a go at me a little bit yesterday because I was one of the people in recent weeks that were saying you cannot keep playing with such a lack of creativity and leaving Mesut Ozil out. Now, do I think that Ozil is the greatest player in the world? No. Do I think there are better number 10s? Of course I bloody do. But the point is that we don't have anybody better. Well, he, for me, you know, yesterday, I mean, what's he going to do in a team set up like that, in a team... 
where we can't keep possession. We our, our strikers are non-existent because they're having to track back almost like wing backs. It, and, you know, people are, are very quick to jump on Ozu and say, oh, he didn't perform again. Away from home, he didn't perform. But that's a bit unfair, isn't it? Based on how poorly the rest of the side are playing, surely. He was one of the better players in the squad, Harry. Agreed, agreed. Like, I, 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 I don't... Do you know what I notice, right? A, a lot of the time, and this happens a lot, right? Now, I'm not Ozil's biggest fan, far from it. But he's having to come deep a lot of the time just to get the ball. Like, I mean, you're putting your strikers out wide. How are you helping it? Yeah, you're right, mate. You're right. Like, that's the job of the manager. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay, you put Ozo on the team, give him the platform to succeed and do what he does. He didn't do that. He, he doesn't do that. He doesn't seem to ever do, do it, does he? No, no. He's doing that with Pepe as well. One thing I've noticed, right, and I'm sure you've noticed this as well. He's not playing to the player's strengths. He's not. Agreed. He's not. He's a lot of the players are being misused. And I include Sabios in that, right? People are having a go at Sabios saying, Oh, I, I hope we don't, you know We don't do, sign him. <laughs> I, I hope we don't sign him. Well, my argument is look at what is happening in midfield, right? It looks so disjointed. It's a joke. It's a joke. He continues to play Jaka and Guendouzi as a pivot, which for the five millionth time does not fucking work. Agreed, mate. Agreed. Like, how can I see this and this absolute clown of a manager can do you know what? I even put a tweet out a couple of weeks ago saying that it's almost fitting that today or Thursday is Halloween because we've got a clown as a manager. You're right, mate. You're right. Colin, I'm going to have to leave it there, mate, just because of time purposes. But thank you so much uh, for coming on again. And we'll speak again soon, no doubt. No problem, mate. Emery out all the way. Bye-bye, Take care, mate. All the best. Bye-bye. That was the brilliant Colin, another fantastic caller. Uh, while I line up the next one, just having a look at some of your comments in the live chat, a big uh, shout out to every single one of you who is tuned in, whether that's via uh, Twitter, Periscope, um, or of course, our YouTube channel. Please, please do hit that subscribe button if you're new. And if you're watching, please, please do give the video a thumbs up. It's really, really important. Uh, a big shout out to all those Chelsea fans as well, because there's a few Chelsea fans watching for some strange reason their club uh you know is is not big enough so they're probably seeking a bit of a thrill over here um well you know that's what happens when you support a tin pot club that were absolutely nothing before roman abramovich came along what can i say um you lot should be happy you know you're, you're flying under frank lampard at the moment go and enjoy yourselves we didn't listen to arsenal fans moan for jesus christ um, is there no end to how low Chelsea fans all stoop? Uh, here we go. Let's move on to the next caller.
hello hello mate welcome to the chronicles of aguna what's your name where are we talking to you from hello mate it's harvey calling from birmingham how you doing harvey welcome to the show mate what do you want to say on the arsenal Basically, uh, Unai Emery's got to go, really. Uh, hopefully, they get it sorted this uh, international break. We've got quite a few good games that a new manager could come in and, and really kind of get a few good good runs. Because the way we look at it at the moment, with Unai Emery, you look at those easy games and I can't see us even winning, even against Southampton, against Norwich. Um, but with a new manager, I think we can kind of look forward to them a bit more. Yeah, I mean, when would you have pulled the trigger? Have you just got to this point now, or are you someone who's had doubts for a while? No, I've uh, I've been saying it since we lost to Crystal Palace at home last season. Um, Me too. <laughs> you know, we needed, I think it was one point, one point to get into Europe. Um, and, and the run of games that we had as well, comparing that to the, to the other top four rivals, um, you know, Problem with Unai Emery is he did great at Sevilla, but that's his kind of that's that's where he's at. That's his kind of level. We need someone with with the Arsenal. We're not Sevilla. We're not that level. We're a level above that kind of competition. Europa League. We shouldn't be anywhere near the Europa League. We should be. A, we're a Champions League team, and I think Unai Emery is just in above his head. Yeah, I think. He's kind of made it really, really difficult for himself in the way he's handled certain situations, in my opinion. And I'm going to get your thoughts on the whole Granite Xhaka thing, because we haven't had a fans phone in since that all kicked off. And and I guess for me, what, you know, what Xhaka did was wrong. There's no question about that. But for me, the treatment he was getting was out of order. And you can see why he got to that breaking point. Put his footballing ability to one side for a minute. As a human being, as a player of this football club, he shouldn't have been treated the way he was. He snapped. He reacted. What I've been really surprised about is considering Unai Emery has made this guy the captain, and he'll say that the players voted for him, but ultimately Emery has the final say. Considering the responsibility and the faith he's shown in this player, the fact that he's decided not to back him whatsoever in this, it is strange to me, and it's another sign of Unai Emery being disconnected with his squad. What's your take on that whole scenario? Yeah, I completely agree. I think uh, Xhaka's a scapegoat in this team. You know, I've heard a few fans say about Guendouzi, which mistakes he's young. He shouldn't really be playing as many, starting as many games Agreed. as he should. Agreed. Um, but Xhaka, I think he's been made a scapegoat. He's a lot better than people make out, but because he's got that target on his head, because he's been made captain, uh, I think everyone just kind of goes straight for him. Um, you know, he's, he's the, the the pivot and the, the partnership that he had with Terea uh, last season when we were in 22 games unbeaten um, was brilliant. But then for some reason, Unai Emery, he, he kind of, he went back on himself and he, he tried to change it up. He tried to become this pro protagonistic team. Um, and, and the fact that he, he, he's shifting the blame as well, um, you know, shifting the blame on, well, the players picked the captain. Uh, I didn't pick it up, put it to a vote, which was wrong. You know, as a manager, as a top level manager, you know, I, I couldn't see Jose Mourinho or, or Allegri coming in and saying, there you go, guys. You pick. You pick the captain. It's completely up to you. I'm not the leader. Unai Emery. He he should have came in. He should have decided. His captain said, "This is the captain that I've chosen. Uh, is an extension of me on the pitch. If he goes wrong, I'll take the blame." But 
he's completely put the blame onto Xhaka the last few weeks. I don't think he's defended him well enough. Uh, I don't think he's come out and said, you know, look, it was my fault. I've done this, I've done that. Um, I think he's completely left Xhaka to take the blame. Agreed. Uh, do you think, what do you make of the Mourinho talk? There's a lot of that. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but, you know, Mourinho seems to be testing the water a little bit. You know, maybe his agent's out there touting him about here and there. I think he's he's ready to come back. Would you have him at Arsenal? You see, I've, I've saw, I've, I have seen him at the, uh, the last few uh, times he's been on Sky Sports kind of flirting with Arsenal and, you know, paying us compliments and making sure he gets the, uh, the Pepe uh, compliments in there as well. And I'd take, I'd take Mourinho. Um, I think he'd, he'd come in and he'd, he'd imp- really, we need to look for someone that's going to come in and improve every player that we've got currently. And I think Mourinho is that guy that would come in, he'd improve every single player in that team. Um, you know, people say he's a defensive manager or look what he did with, with uh, his last season with Man United. Man United have got a poor, poor team and he got them to second. Um you know, he, he said to the club that he, he wanted a centre-back there. Um, they didn't get it. He wasn't happy. So he, he made clear that, look, this is what I wanted. The hierarchy at Man United didn't get it. Mate. Look at where we are now in the league. And then Man United got rid of him. I don't think that was Mourinho's fault. I think it was their their kind of state. Yeah. Um, but I do think Mourinho would come in and, and change every single player and make us into a winning team. But... There are other candidates out there that I'd prefer longer term. I think get Mourinho in for the rest of the season, maybe an extra, maybe put him on a two-year contract and see how it goes and yeah. go from there. Um, but I think Allegri would do great as well. Um, Allegri with kind of Thierry Henry or Lundberg underneath him. Somebody, uh, somebody who understands the club, right? Yeah, just as a, as a longer term project. Um, but for now, we do need someone that's of, of a top level that's got that authority. Um, my picks would be either Allegri or Mourinho. I mean, I'd love Mourinho there, to be fair. Great stuff. Harvey, thank you so much for joining us, mate. And uh, we hope to chat to you again very soon in the near future. Perfect. Cheers, mate. Thank you. All the best, mate. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There we go. That was Harvey from the Midlands. Um, right, guys. Getting a few DMs through um, for people that are putting their numbers down, and that's great. Um, the list it's getting longer and longer. And I'm going to try and go a little bit longer than the allotted hour because I want to get through, like I said, as many of your calls as I can. Um, so we're going to run a little bit longer. But if you are interested in coming on, please DM us on uh, the Twitter of the show, which is at Chronicles underscore AFC. If you're sending them to my personal one, which I've had a few come through, they're not getting to me um, because I'm getting the numbers passed on to me. So please send them to the at Chronicles underscore AFC Twitter feed. That's the way to get in touch um don't forget to like share all the usual stuff leave us a review for listening on the audio later on um across the platforms we've got over 500 of you tuned in at the moment that's across multiple platforms so thank you so so much for your uh, continued support it is much appreciated and if you haven't already don't forget to hit that subscribe button too let's hit the phone lines at once again here we go Hello. How you doing, mate? Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you talking to us from? Deepak, and I'm speaking to you from 
well in Garden City. How you doing, Deepak? Welcome back, mate. You're right. Yeah, um, not too bad, man. Thanks, thanks for having me on, man. Um, I've not watched any of tonight's show because we've just been busy, but um, yeah, still, I just wanted to say a couple of things, really. Um, Go ahead, mate. Yeah, just, just you know, to me now. I mean, I gave up a couple of games ago, to be honest, with the team that I love, um, only because of the way it's managed. Um, and, you know, I, I guess a lot of your callers probably tonight, I could guess, have been talking about tactics, lack of management, strategy. Um, you know, the players, I believe we have the players to a certain extent. You know, the the last game as such, you know, they were just cr- crying out for support, guidance, leadership. Um, none of which is coming um, from Unai Emery. And I believe now it's down to Josh Concrete because he is the Arsenal board. You know, um, I see people talking about Raul and Vinay and yeah, he, you know, they're his employees. But if they, you know, it's like if I go to my manager and say, right, I want to implement this change, my, my, my manager, my, my CEO, let's say, he or she has a final say. Right, so it's like now in the next two weeks, it's it's not even the next two weeks, is it? It should have been done long ago, like you know, five games into the season that Josh should grow a pair and say, you know, um, this is not the direction I want the club to go in. But then why is he going to say that, Harry? Because if he's making money or what have you, who really cares? Will he come out with another statement May June when season ticket re- like uh, are up for renewal? Um, that that's that's one of my points, and the second point I can't remember, but hold on, it will come to me. Just one second. <laughs> um, yeah, about Abamyang. I think Abamyang is just he's been made a scapegoat. He's popular with the fans, you know. He's goal scorer. This oh yeah, look, we'll, we'll just give him the captaincy. You know, it's like you know we clearly don't have a leader, um, and we can't just go and get one, but. The manager, it's up to the manager to, 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 to find his leader, you know, that, that man to go to on the pitch. I think in our last game, Tierney was sort of telling, not our last game, the penultimate game, you know, so I think it was a European game against Victoria. Tierney was telling him, like, just chill out, man, I know what I'm doing. And, and still, it's just a sad, sad state of affairs. And, you know, just to wrap up on the point that it's now up to Josh. Okay, now show us your ambition. You know, what, what is it you want to you know, what is it you want? What is it you're prepared to do? Um, okay, who do I want to give it to? Mate, anyone apart from Muna Emery. Give it to Freddie, give it to whoever, man. Just, just until the end of the season. If we get someone more long-term, great. But actually, actually, just don't give it to Mourinho. <laughs> Having said all of that. I'd rather um, give it to you, mate, than Una Emery at the minute. <laughs> Genuinely. <laughs> So you can get into the press office, right? <laughs> and, and grill me and grill me. <laughs> That's it, mate. That's it. At least I might get an answer from you. I've asked you know Emery a question before, and I got an answer that was completely different to what the question was asked. So that's just how we are. Deepak, I'm going to have to leave it there, mate. Thank you so much. Uh, just short of time at the minute, but thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll speak again soon. I'm sure. No rise, my friend. Thanks for having me on. All the get best, on, mate. Fight. Take care. That was Deepak. Let's move on. More numbers going through. It's brilliant. I'm not complaining. Um, just doing my best to get to as many as I possibly can. Um, let's dial up the next one. Do, do, do. Here we go. Keep your live comments coming too. Really enjoying reading those as well. 
Hello. Hey, dear mate. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you talking to us from? Hi, mate. My name's Sam from Colchester. Hey, Dean, Sam. Welcome back to the show, my friend. You've been on before, Cheers, haven't mate. you? How are you? Indeed. Um, uh, it could be better, mate. Could be better, couldn't we? Really. Makes two of us. It could be a lot better. But it could have been worse. I was expecting 4 0, to be honest. That's what <laughs> I was saying throughout the week. So um, I'm almost using guys... this. This is this is almost therapy, isn't it, for us? I think it's, it's, <laughs> it makes me feel good. I, I don't know. Desperate to rant about stuff. Exactly. Go ahead, mate. What do you want to say? <laughs> uh, I, just, I think, like other people said, I think Leicester were a lot worse than what we expected. I think they toyed with us for um, a lot of the game. And then all of a sudden, you know, that first goal is sublime football. And then I think I saw a stat that said we didn't have a shot on target after the 53rd minute, which is quite appalling, really. Um, and then it looks even worse because I was watching it with my cousin yesterday. Uh, and throughout the whole second half, Emery out, Emery out, 